0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Tone Talk with Mark Uzanski and Dave Freeman. It is Ask Dave number four. Let's punish him with questions. <laughs> oh, I forgot to put that as my title. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, thanks for joining, everybody. And uh, yeah, so we're going to ask Dave a bunch of questions today. Uh, I already have a few. I'm constantly punished with questions. All, all every day, seven all day. days a week, <laughs> all day. <laughs> Email all day. All day. Facebook. Uh
1: yeah. I sometimes I even forget to check certain ones and they're like, oh crap, I should check this stuff
0: because <laughs> you ever go to the gear page too still and in...
1: oh no, I stay away from that as much as possible. I rarely go there. Most of the I time I mean pretty that... much the, the all forms are pretty much dying yeah. off. Yeah. Uh that one is stuck around a little bit longer. Some of the other ones have really died off when when you know, when you find that there's, hey, there's the f- same five people posting all the time. Yeah, it's dead people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. I used to go to... Now you have hit.
1: groups. Right. Facebook, the, groups, Facebook and, groups and other groups, or or maybe none of it.
0: How about that? None of it, none of it would be better. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> Probably. I've Probably. grown tired of Facebook and stuff. It's funny. I just sometimes I just... I don't know. I feel compelled to post when I just, I don't know why I even do it. So it's well, cool. I, 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 like have to, so, well, that's the thing you have to, yeah, and then I, have I to. We, and we do it for the show. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, I have to, but I've really, I've slowed down on my content on there. Cause it just gets ugly. I get sucked in. That's the problem. I get sucked in to conversations and political shit. And I'll just, yeah, get that's sucked. the
1: same thing. You got it. I, I, I divorce myself from most of that stuff. So it's, it's essentially uh, a vehicle for guitar and guitar amp, promotion. Or if I find a cool guitar video, I put it up on my personal page or, you know, or something I share Yeah, something, but it'll never be about me personally. Uh, yeah. It won't. Nah.
0: Yeah. It's hey, tough. look what I
1: got. Uh, no, <laughs>
0: I don't think I've ever seen you do that. No, you're right. No, I
1: did. No, I'll share a cool video or something.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Well, let's start with the with, uh, first question. Um, let's go to that uh, Brian Ferguson question. All right. That's the he goes. Uh, Hi Dave. I know you're busy, but I have an idea that I cannot find anywhere on the market except as a part of a multi-effects unit. And I reckon if anyone can make the idea work, it's you. It's a wah pedal with a boost, but not boosting the signal into the front of the amp. I thought making a four cable method wah, adding a clean boost that runs into the effects loop of the amp. My thought was to use an optical wah, but have a switch under the wah pedal. So you need a volume. So if if you needed a, a volume boost, you just kick down on the wah and it boosts after the preamp so it would be a pure db lift with the wah signal still hitting the front of the amp it could save a bit of tap dancing
1: yeah i mean you know it it i mean that's an uh a uh, decent idea here's where the problem comes in uh the problem comes in is how many you're going to actually sell uh I, I mean i suppose you could incorporate it sort of like a wah with a boost that could be used in front and or in a four cable method but then, if they have more complicated rigs, it starts getting complicated, and then you have issues with ground loops, and it, it just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like a very niche product. Um, I think uh, I don't think it's a bad idea, but then again, if you had a uh, say a switcher on your pedal board, you could do the same thing easily. So. Mm. Yeah. I mean like the the thing is is like how many are you going to sell what's successful so like for Friedman to do something we want to sell you know like a pedal we would like to see it sell at least a thousand of them a year if not greater that's kind of deems a success hmm. um, i mean if you're a very small company if you sell 50 of them or 100 of them you might you might feel that that's a success and it is <clears throat> but
0: for us to do it it would be it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for us to do it right would you do something like that custom for somebody if they wanted to make it there's a lot of variables in that i mean i, I mean i
1: suppose but the optical thing i don't do that really and hmm. you're better off at that point just using a switcher to do the same kind of thing you know gotcha
0: Okay. Well, Brian, thanks for the question.
1: It's a cool idea, Brian. It's not, not,
0: uh, and it's not, not doable. It is. You know, I just realized I don't have my lights on and it actually looks better. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I actually look like I have color.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing, the thing about the lighting thing is you got to, it's almost like you need, very warming lights. If
0: you're going to have lights on you. Yeah. Yeah. You I've, got these, I've got these cheap Amazon things like we're like 15 bucks. So, uh, Andrew Paul, no question, just a token of appreciation for you guys on the show. Ah, well, thank you, Andrew. That's really appreciated. We appreciate, we appreciate it. it. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, I know that there's some other questions here already off the bat. Of course. Um, of Course, question show time. Someone wrote, uh, Stephen Douglas. I still like Rig Talk, but definitely don't go there as much. I never really went there. Rig you talk, know, the, I th- the thing I,
1: I rig talk was cool, uh, uh, there was a time when it was cool, it seems a bit toxic to me now. I don't know. It, it, it if, 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 you know, if when someone posts, everyone just jumps on them and just, just hammers him about stuff then uh, that gets old to me i mean like okay you don't like anything
0: great <laughs>
1: does it have to be so toxic
0: yeah those places can get ugly so can i face. Mean, yeah. um i Steven, go there occasionally i never really went there yeah. mostly the gear page um or then i would go to the les paul forum or like the telecaster forum and stuff like that. Uh Dave, any thoughts on Marshall 1966 2x12 cab or the 2061CX? Any wor- rigs you've worked on that use them? I got to tell you, I have no idea which of the two 2x12s
1: those are. I have not a clue. <laughs> and and hence I've never seen anyone that I've dealt with use them.
0: The 2061 goes with that that head that 20 watt Hand wired, I think it's a 2061. Okay, it, you know what I'm saying? There's a head that's a it's got it's a twenty-two it twelve. No, it's a, not, a, it's just a head and then the the 2061 no, CX. I think it's a 212, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, I don't know. I guess I should look, right? I can look it up. <laughs> um, oh, if you can find it, put it on the screen. I will. I'm going to look it up right now.
0: Let's see. Images. Okay. 2061 CX. All right. Let me share my screen here. This is always fun. Make sure it works. Can you see that? Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's and that was ex.
0: And, and this is the head that goes with it. This thing. Yeah. I had that head. It was really, it was like ACDC in a box right there. That was really, really good. Yeah, it's the 20 watt, traditional 20 watt Marshall thing. Um,
1: uh, okay. I, I mean, I don't, I, I'll have to look at the specs and stuff and I mean, if, wh- and what's the difference between the other one? Is the other one narrower or something or are they the same size and just a different look? Let me see. What was the uh, 1966? Let me look that up.
0: I've never seen that one before.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure they're both good. I mean, generally, Marshall cabs are cool. Uh, I mean, the thing to look for is that they're made of Baltic birch and not like. Uh, it's probably this. If that's it, it's probably the same cab, <laughs> just a different look. Yeah, it looks pretty similar. Uh, I mean, the thing just, just what speakers are in it, and and oh, while well, the back panel can be MDF,
0: hmm. <laughs> that was used for years. Okay. I had the 2061 2x12 and I liked it. Yeah. Cool. If I remember correctly, it had greenbacks in it. Great. So, but um, All right. Let's go to the next question here. Got a few super chats. Y M E S Y. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, thanks for the super chat. Uh, can you compare the more vintage BE sounds? I set said, said it on C45 on, fat off, low gain structure with the PhilX amp. It sounds cool in videos I've heard. Can you compare the more vintage BE sounds? You know what he's asking?
1: The PhilX amp is... is is Oh, with be- the PhilX, okay. I mean, the PhilX amp is a BE channel. It's a single channel BE channel. Um, Might be a couple minor little things but essentially it's a be channel and it's just simplified and less crap in there so uh i mean the phil the phil x would be the b you know the be channel on full gain uh and then he has a switch on it that knocks the gain down but it's not the same as the gain structure on a be it knocks the gain
0: down in a different spot Mm. okay so there you go cool Um, I like this question from MBG mail. Dave, will you make a Plexi with all the correct Van Halen component values, variac, and possibly a master volume that would have to sell?
1: Well, I won't make it with a master volume because that defeats the purpose of doing the rest of the stuff. So uh, I will make it and it'll probably be a 50 watt uh, amp and there might be a lower power kind of mode in it but it, there won't be a master on it. It ruins the whole thing then. So I'm, you know, I would highly recommend buy a, you know, Fryette power station or something with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that would be a much better way to do it. I'm not, I'm probably not going to make the hundred cause I think it's just for how you have to use the amps. I can make a 50 that sounds great. That's, you know, like that kind of sound and you don't have to dissipate so much power.
0: Mm. Uh, you know, so is that something you have in the plans? That
1: you yeah, would- there's going to be a vintage line. I've, I've talked about it before. That that'll be that'll be in the vintage line, along with like kind of a Vox style amp and
0: some others. Would it have a, Would it have kind of like the Variac as well? Yeah, okay. built in. Oh man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Where's my wallet? <laughs> Take my money, please. Uh, Look- so <laughs> turn around look
1: around the room okay i'll sell that and that
0: <laughs> exactly all right what's gonna go oh that's funny um let me go to the next question more guitars how are you thanks for the super chat dave do most famous people that buy your amps just purchase through a store or do they reach out personally and ask for custom features both do any asked or don't mention them ex- uh, because of endorsements etc like don't don't mention that I'm getting your amp or something like that.
1: That doesn't happen too often. Um I mean people, I mean artists do do reach out to us. We do have an artist program and stuff. Um generally there's only Yeah, no, most most people have them and uh and and proudly use them. So um Custom features. I mean, sometimes, occasionally, if they want it to sound a little different or something,
0: but uh, not too often either, though. Really. What about um, with rigs, like custom rigs that you're building for them?
1: Well, custom rigs. I mean, they. they I mean, they ask for all sorts of things depending on what they want to, you know, accomplish with the rig. Yeah, um, it's highly customized. You know, mm-hmm. so.
0: Um, anything goes there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Oh, by the way, it just reminded me, everybody should go check out Michael Nielsen's video that he put out this morning on, uh, recreating the STP sound Dean DeLeo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's got, did he he's borrow got...
1: stuff from Michael Tarn?
0: Yeah. So he's got the full rig, the full Dean DeLeo rig set up and it sounds glorious cool (laughs) it sounds freaking amazing uh so check out that video um william monteverdi thanks for the super chat dave do you have any idea what causes the difference in string tension on guitars with the same scale length and string gauge and tuned to the same pitch same brand of strings
1: i'm assuming you're saying that um I mean, there can be all sorts of, okay, hang on, let me reread this. I okay.
0: I, I mean, I kind of have an idea, like if you can have, you have a guitar- Same
1: pitch, scale length, string gate. Well, I mean, it can be all sorts of things. Um, it depends on what kind of bridge are on each guitar. Uh, it, that's can what be, it can be, um, Does does the guitar have string trees? Uh, Does the guitar not have string trees? Uh, Is there a pitch in the headstock? Is there not a pitch in the headstock? What's the angle of the strings across the nut? How severe uh, all of that will come into play in the tension of the strings? So, but generally, I mean, you can get, you know, if if you don't like uh, the tension or if it's too much on one guitar, I mean, go down a gauge or go down a half a gauge. Use nine fives if, you know, if you're using tens or something like that. And you can generally coax it to be the same. It's hard to say without the two guitars next to each other, you know.
0: But some of those were exact exactly what I was going to say. If yeah. there's a neck pitch, the bridge, if it's string through. Yep. Stuff like that. Um, cars in depth. Thank you for the super chat. Amount of DB boost in a Buxom boost. More than you ever need. <laughs>
1: to to be honest i'm not sure uh but it's it's something like 20 db or something wow
0: Uh, there's plenty yeah it's a great pedal um matt johnson dave what are your thoughts on high watt amps any quirks or mods you would recommend I'm thinking of building a DR504. Uh, I've built several Fender and Marshall amps over the years, but I'm wanting to try something different.
1: hi wat's awesome. I mean, it's loud, percussive, bright, and just peel the paint off the wall. Uh I mean it's a it's a cool sound. I mean, you know, think uh well not all the not all the records, but think, you know, Pete Townsend, you know? Um uh there's no tricks, really, that that I've done to them that just stock. They're great. So um, a DR-504 is definitely a, a cool amp. I used to own one. Hmm. And the person I sold it to, I've been trying to get it back from for a long time. <laughs> 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 I mean, I sold it to them a million years ago, but
0: maybe cool. one day I'll con it out of them. Um, thanks for the super chat, Matt. Appreciate it. Ethan Heschelwert. Okay, Dave, I ordered a Buxom Boost. Now, where's my two-channel version at? Joking, not joking aside. I hope my OG pedal arrives soon. (laughs) A two-channel Buxom Boost.
1: (sighs) Buy more of them, people. Maybe then we'll come out with a two-channel one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not selling that much? It sells okay. Yeah. Yeah. The B E O D is still like the top seller. B E O D
1: is the B O D, B O D deluxe, and the small box of the top sellers. Hmm. And then the Golden Pearl and Bux and Boost are about hand in hand. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe the Bux and Boost is a little bit more than Golden Pearl. But they're all good pedals.
0: No doubt. Um, I missed a super chat, BV mentioned to me. Um, from JoJo, it says for an effectrode tube drive pedal, is it worth it to use new old stock tubes? Mullard, Sylvania, Phillips, fifty to sixty dollars over modern ones. JJEH tongue Soul, et etc. for fourteen to twenty-three dollars. Great show. Oh man, I doubt it.
1: I mean, I don't know that circuit exactly, um, but I, I I highly doubt it's worth using the NOS tubes for that. I, I don't really even think it's worth using the NS, NOS tubes in a, in an amp. <laughs> it's, yeah, it sounds different, but so do all the ones you mentioned. Um, you know, um, is it uh, price? yeah, definitely not. $50, $60 in the tube pedal, no. Yeah. You're not
0: gonna get, I was going to say, gonna say that you much. hear a difference. difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. I want to find where I'm at here. Oh, this um, Soundshed Studios. Dave, thanks for the tips on Detroit. Lafayette Coney Dogs were great. Taste of Vietnam was unbelievable. Spent a couple of hours hanging out in Motor City Guitars. Also the Hitsville Museum. Love Detroit. Cool, man. Glad you went. That's awesome. Um, how about an 18 watt rack power amp? 18 watt. Um, well, there
1: used to be ones available. I mean, Marshall used to make a might have been twenty watt EL eighty four based rack power amp. That was cool. Um, I just again, there's, it, you know, it's about uh, what do you need? Do you really, you know, are you going to sell enough of them to make it worthwhile to develop it? And there's a lot of great choices out there today. Yeah, I mean, you have the Fryet single space power amp. You also have the, uh, you know, you have the um, Synergy single space power amp,
0: mm-hmm. and those are good power amps. Yeah, um, but eighteen watt—that—that that throws me off.
1: like it's like it's like, a,
0: it's like an old Marshall, like yeah, program. lower power, yeah, yeah, less headroom. Um. I think the 2061 is hand wire with metal handles, 1966, were standard 1960 cabs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not going to make that much of a difference. All right. Sonic Blue, 1922. Thanks for the super chat. Dave, I saw a 63 baseman behind you in a few videos. Do you have a favorite Fender baseman? Any thoughts about them in general? Wasn't a basement. I have a uh,
1: where is it? There's a above the Soldano over there. That's a brown face bandmaster. Oh. Um, I do have a black face basement. I have to get that back from someone. Thanks for remind, reminding me. <laughs> uh, I do have a brown face basement and uh, a black face basement. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love those, those are great amps. Um, what exact uh, there were a bunch of variations of circuitry in those and um off the top of my head i'd have to look it up what the coolest one was pretty much any blackface basement head will be great it'd be fine they're awesome amps you can use them into a 4x12 and they sound cool
0: mm. if you turn them up do they start to sound Marshally? or no yeah
1: especially in a 412 yeah yeah I mean, it's a little different, but it, it, it's a great sound.
0: Awesome. So this is a question, considering the backlogs on everything these days. Tube supply outlook, given the world currently? There's Are we plenty right? of tubes. Plenty, yeah. There's plenty
1: of tubes. Uh, not really too much of a problem. There's still plenty of factories producing these tubes. Uh, yes, Chinese tube factory shut down, but there's another Chinese factory and now certain brands like Tad are developing tubes with that factory. So I, I, I don't think um, we're good for a while. Okay. I mean, the supply of certain things have been far worse in other years.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. By the way, I want to take a moment to mention our sponsor of the show, Sweetwater. Make sure you guys check out our link down below um, to check out Sweetwater, anything you purchase there through our link, our affiliate link. Uh, we get a little commission back on and it helps us support the channel. Um, so we really appreciate that. Also, we just hit 18,000 subscribers. Um, let's so give us more, <laughs> hit, hit the subscribe button. I really want to get us to to 20,000, um, as soon as possible. So, uh, as many guys as you hit thumbs up and hit the subscribe button, please. We've got 232 people. Everybody hit subscribe right now. All right. Just do it. All right. <laughs> and then check out Sweetwater later. Um, L Scott music. And this is interesting with what's coming up from, uh, EVH with their 5150 iconic amp. Uh, solid state has long meant crappy tone, but not lately. Is this from industry research on modeling tubes or trial and error over time? What do you think? Because it's getting better. I mean, hasn't there always been some good
1: solid state things around, if you really think about it? I mean, the old Randall RG series was a good sounding amp. Mm-hmm. Uh the the labs series amps, Ty Tabor sure gets a good sound out of it. Uh the uh you know Marshall's had a million of uh different solid state incarnations over the years that have all sounded pretty good um e, what's getting better now is they can do sort of modeling on the front end uh which can get closer to uh you know the actual amp sound and that's what's really getting better um it's still not the same <laughs> I, mean, I recall you know uh, it, it still doesn't really translate the same way or with the same dynamics or the same feel as, as, a, as a tube amp. Uh, it can be good, though,
0: definitely. But Yeah, I mean, I have, I have the, uh, the KSR um, preamp that he has, that pedal, the mm-hmm. series, I think it's called. Yeah. And, I mean, it's solid state and sounds great. Yeah, you know? yeah it's impressive it's impressive um and i'm curious to hear what the evh what james brown is doing over at evh with these iconic hands. yeah
1: i mean like a lot of james brown's pedals were amazing
0: i mm-hmm. mean for sure i
1: mean there was the the metal pedal he had type metal or something mm-hmm. that that was awesome sounding uh uh but but then again i was listening
0: to it into a tube amp <laughs> right <laughs> right that makes a difference uh okay uh Helmut Darce Parter. Thanks for the super chat. Hey guys, I love your show. It feeds the soul. Is Mason Marinello, Maringello, to be trusted with his rig doctor advice, or is he a con artist? Also, Dave, do you rate modern orange amps like uh the OR one hundred? Uh do I rate modern orange amps like the
1: OR one hundred? Do you like it? I guess. Uh I'm not even sure which uh the OR100. I did like the AD wasn't there a a, a 30 watt amp that Orange made it was the AD30 or something or something like that. Two channels. That one was really cool. Um I'm not even familiar with the OR100 to be honest, so I can't really comment. Uh I I old Orange amps are kind of neat. I, it's a particular sound though. It's not it's not very like drivey or marshally sort of well uh, a, and as far as mason goes i mean i'll just let you do your research with mm-hmm. that um uh i mean mason has made a lot of uh, roads to making uh, you know making amends on some stuff he's done in the past so and i i, I do commend him for that um so, we'll just leave it at that.
0: Hmm. This is an OR100. That's an old one, isn't it? Yes. So,
1: that's the overdrive circuit, um, then the, the standard uh, overdrive. Uh, those were cool, actually. Do they make an,
0: another? I, don't, I can't find it. They, they,
1: they, they made a lower-powered one, too.
0: Oh, here's one. OR60 or 50 or something. Or... Here's the OR100. Okay. I honestly have never played them.
1: The, the the overdrive oranges were neat. The old ones were really neat sounding. I remember I, I worked on uh a original combo, I think, of the 60 watt one for um years ago for uh Chris Novoselic from Nirvana. He had it. Oh really? And uh that was a cool sounding amp. Hmm. Very different.
0: Yeah. Uh that's cool. <laughs> how does Dave run Freeman amps and still do mods and rigs and sleep today I don't know if I really am that awake
1: so excuse me if I'm not that lively this morning I'm just like oh I think I need some more coffee <laughs> um, well how we do that is we there's a parent company that, that makes the amps that's how we do that otherwise I would never sleep
0: um, that's how that's done Thank God for that. (laughs) Uh, Cars in depth. Dave, can you recommend a good PCB designer?
1: I can, depending on what you want to do. I could recommend one of a few. Uh, You'd have to email me about that one. Okay. And your email is? Friedmanamps at gmail.com.
0: Okay. Okay. Nathan Scott, Dave, can you make a 100-watt Lexi small box 100? A 100-watt Lexi small box 100.
1: Uh, Plexi, I'm assuming you're, you're talking about. Uh, in a small box? Uh, you could.
0: Don't think you need to, but you could. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you had limited room.
1: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you could. I mean, sure.
0: Thoughts about some of the original punk bands from LA? Know you know, Offspring, Social Distortion, The Descendants, bad Religion. Thanks, Sonic Blue. Appreciate it. Uh,
1: I, lo- I, lo- uh, you know, I like a lot of that. Social D is cool. The Offspring, I'm good friends with. I've done a lot of work for them over the years. Um. Uh descendants I never got into bad religion is cool, but I never was that into it. But uh but yeah, I mean the offspring are awesome. Good guys, really, really nice people.
0: Okay. Um I think I saw Michael Torrin is here. Michael. What's up, Michael Torin? He's supposed to be coming to Florida. may may, uh hook up with them uh i'm now i'm going back for questions i think we got through all the super chat questions Mm. um when will the cali be back in production can't find any in canada right now uh uh just
1: shortly we should start seeing him shortly like next month
0: we should have the guy on Who's yeah, making them. absolutely. I forget his name. Uh Billy Rowe. Cool. Yeah, someone suggested that. Yeah. Um Dave, how many employees do you have in your core company and what positions are they? Okay, so the the
1: the so our brand is licensed through a boutique Amsterdam di- distribution uh that they do sales uh, Marketing, um, manufacturing, and everything else. So Friedman in its own only has myself and my partner. Um. Now in that company, there's, I think, 70 employees now. That bad. Yeah. So, I mean, um, or somewhere close to the 70, I think. So there's all sorts of people. I mean, there's tons of people in Tolexing department, shipping department, uh, tons of people, techs, um,
0: uh, amp builders, pedal builders, uh, all sorts of people. How many manufacturing, like guitar, amp stuff, manufacturing in California would you say is going on? There's probably a lot, right? Um, I mean, you guys probably have the largest factory, I would imagine. Yes, we're probably the biggest. Well,
1: I mean, uh, yeah, in California, probably yes. I mean, outside of Fender, I mean, because other than that, I mean, you have companies like uh, Fryette, Bogner, um, James Tyler. uh, Well, if you're talking guitars, yeah, James Tyler, um, Rivera, Matchless, Mm. Bad Bad Cat. Um. Hmm. Might be it. Hmm. I know. By far, we're the largest. Hmm.
0: By a long margin. Right. Sure. Gotcha. Uh, Dave, any experience with a legend rock and roll 50 head? Yeah. I have.
1: Those are kind of interesting. Um... That, I mean, I, I remember that I remember that from when I was a kid in the '80s. I remember that as being advertised in magazines and stuff. I've worked on them since. It's similar to a, a JCM 800 sort of circuit, but I think it's a what a solid state power amp. I think uh, with a tube front end, if I if I recall. And uh, uh, they can be cool. They can be pretty cool. That was decent sounding. They're kind of neat. It's neat. It was a neat. It was a neat concept what they were trying to do early
0: on. Okay. Boy, that brings back memories. i never tried one. Uh, Francisco Guardian. Hey guys, love the show. How does Full Tone's Turk Rack Chorus compare to the original Dytronics Dino? Pretty,
1: pretty much on the money. Hmm. It's really, really cool sounding. Um, yeah. Mike Fuller did a great job on that. Are they still in production? I don't know, actually. <laughs> hmm. They might be I think they are I, I you know sometimes I'd lose track. I don't pay attention and like if it went out of production or not or right in production or in limited production i'm I'm not sure. Um, Mike Fuller no. might be an interesting one to have on.
0: He would a if you a controversy on. with Mike. Yes. Yeah. Well, so a lot of that stuff has died down.
1: Yeah. I mean, but there's a, there's a different side of the story, which I have heard some of too. So, I mean, I I mean, you know, Mike said some things to some people over the years that have been a little questionable, but Mike's a cool guy. Uh, I've, I always sort of got along with him. So, um, and I think he makes some good products. I think they're really solidly made good products. He was oh. like one of the first boutique. He was the first boutique pedal builder, I think, you know, hmm. like, I mean, really that took it in on kind of a large scale. He makes good. Good. There's his stuff. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any
0: problems with any of it. Sounds great. I had a full drive early on a blue full drive. Yeah, was those are good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John DeShane. Thanks for the super chat. Dave thoughts on the Strymon Volante with the BE100 deluxe.
1: A uh, Valente's neat uh it's the multi-tap delay thing. Um yeah it's if you like the tone that the Valente does, that's super cool, you know. Depends on what you want to do and what kind of sound you want to get out of your delays. I mean that's the choice. I mean that's the thing. Like what how do you want it to sound? uh valente is great anything strymon is is generally great you know they make good pedals so i I think uh i mean try one out check it out see if you like it so my best Mm
0: -hmm. advice always listen and that's one that's a delay that would go in the loop you would recommend right maybe depends Mm -hmm. on what you're going
1: after again but is that a that's a digital delay right well, it's kind of it's kind of to simulate something that wasn't
0: digital, so oh, so it's going after the analog thing I gotcha yeah, a little bit mm. gotcha uh, v Patil, thank you hope you are doing hey, well Vipass. Mark hope you had a good birthday hey thanks man that was uh seems like a distant memory
1: <laughs> uh, oh I got one coming up in December
0: do you mm-hmm we're the same age, so you're going to be 53. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's fun. Trust me.
1: Uh Dave, this morning, this morning, I feel like I'm 80. <laughs> I don't know. I slept on my back weird. I'm like kind of trying oh, to really? stretch a little bit and I'm just like going, oh, <laughs> I just bought a new pillow. I need to do that. I think I might buy a whole new mattress.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah,
1: you know, my problem with mattresses is, is it's like you buy a mattress and it's like, and then you decide you don't like it. Right. Uh, and, and then you I can never quite get it right. And then I go to a hotel. I go, I like this mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah. some reason you can't get that mattress. It's like, can I just take it home?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I've had, I've had situations like that. Um, I actually like my mattress. My mattress isn't, but it's old. Like now it's like, it feels like just, yesterday we bought it but it's like eight years old and probably around the time that you should renew it where it's starting to get like you know yeah i just
1: i don't feel like spending a couple grand on a mattress
0: and they can get even higher than that
1: i know but i won't spend higher than that i i think
0: i don't know it's ridiculous Yeah, yeah it gets crazy but pillows i just tried a new pillow Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I have problems with my neck too.
1: So yes, yeah, that's that's well. Me, but the biggest biggest problem is I can't sleep on my back.
0: Me, neither can I.
1: I can't sleep on my back. I'm generally a stomach sleeper, and that's the worst thing possible for your back and your neck. <laughs> yeah. So I sleep on my side a lot, and my neck is.
0: Always kinked.
1: Yeah, like, you got you got to have the, the pillows. Got to be just the right height. This is old man problems now. Let's yeah. go on with questions <laughs> about stuff.
0: You're right. You're right. Let's ask. Let's answer Vipass's question. <laughs> oh, That's too funny, Dave. Thoughts on Pelican cases for pedal boards? Also. Great. Can't... Can the G&G case you use for guitars survive the baggage hold or do you recommend investing in a flight case?
1: No, I would definitely recommend using uh if you a uh, guitar um just SKB makes some travel cases for guitar that are are molded like uh like a pelican that are uh super good. I mean, you can just topple that off a of, uh anything. And you know, the other thing is don't travel with like a Les Paul or something, though. <laughs> Are you just asking for trouble with that stuff? Um, you know, pretty much any kind of bolt-on Strat or Tele-style guitar, uh, travel with that. because I mean, that you could pretty much throw off the roof and it'd be fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but
0: uh, bless Paul, you're done. One bang. Yeah. True. Um, Mark, do you have any experience with Nash-S-style guitars or in general, is Boutique caster worth the buy? Um, I've seen Nash guitars. I think that they, they're really nice, um, from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they remind me of like with Phil guitars. Yeah. I mean, Nash the Nash can be cool. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. definitely can be
1: cool. I mean, that's not, just you know, it's it really, again, it's all about the setup. Yeah. You know, like any, any guitar you get, it's all about who, who's the talented guy that you can get to set this up to play like butter. And that's,
0: you know, I would not it. have, yeah, I would not have any hesitation to get a guitar from Nash or Whitful or, um, there's a few others. I know, uh, Vinnie Moretti just got one from a different brand. I can't remember the brand, but yeah, there's some really great podcasts yeah. or people out there that are making really good guitars. Um, uh, and the prices seem to be reasonable. They're not crazy.
1: hmm. Um,
0: Hang on. I know I know there were more questions. Uh, lots of questions, as a matter of fact. Cool. Well, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, here we go. How about Doug Aldridge on the show? I'd love to get Doug on the show. We didn't do Doug? No. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, we should get Doug on the show. Why do I think we did Doug? I don't know. He's not no. been on. No. Okay. But he's torn right now with the Dead Daisies, right? I lose track with a hundred and
1: how many shows now? 107 or something?
0: 100, yeah, 107.
1: 100, 107 shows. You start to forget. It's like, hey, how about we have them? Wait a minute. We did them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but I, I actually, I tried to approach Doug at a Nam one time, but he was, he was busy. I'll just so. text Doug. It's no big deal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I'll get that going. All right, I'm gonna write that down.
1: Basically, guys, we're 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 trying to line up some new guests for the show, and and if we uh, if we're a, a little stalled on some of these shows, uh, you know, we'll just do some more um, Ask Dave ones and some more stuff, and we'll fill in until we get a lineup of all the guests going. Sometimes you you know have to contact them, and it's they they have to work around their schedules and everything like that. So,
0: yep. Yeah. Yeah, but we've got some on the way. Yep. Um, Love the show. Is the PhilX amp similar to the small box 50 plexi channel? I love the plexi channel and the small box, but want more headroom and a lead channel of that type.
1: Uh, It's not like that at all. It's more like the dirty channel of the small box. Mm. So uh, it's not, um, I mean, you can knock the gain down some. Where We would simulate that. It would theoretically have more headroom. Um, sure, um, but it's it's not the Plexi Channel, for sure.
0: That's an extra gain stage. Okay. Uh, David Cyril. Hey, Dave, wondering your recommendation on the minimum guitar amp wattage and cab size for playing out with a loud drummer and bassist. My current rig is 30 watts and a 1x12 cab. That should be fine. I mean, I mean that's probably fine.
1: I... I I don't know anymore. Personally, I, I think uh, um, how loud is your, your drummer, and do you like to get your cabinet volume up to where he is? I mean, you know, sound guys these days are have a whole di- totally different idea of how to do this, but I mean, my thought is you have drums. It's a certain volume. Then you bring up amps to kind of match those volumes, and then... <laughs> You add in the rest, but, um, depends. I mean, that, that should be fine. I mean, your 30 watt, even a 20 watt could work. It just depends on the kind of band you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you need to go clean, sometimes clean can be harder. You need, yeah. You need, need to have more, you need more power, mm-hmm. but with gain 30 watts, you'd be fine. I think, um, Guitar nerd fifty one fifty. Hey, how's it going? Uh, As ten versus ASC twelve. Uh, ASC ten versus ASC twelve.
1: Um, okay, so the ASC twelve came out first, um, and um, when we came out with the ASC ten, we wanted it smaller, and we it has basically the same power amp, so. Um, I prefer the ASC ten because I think we worked on it longer. You know, like trying to improve it. Um, than the ASC twelve, so I think the AC A- ASC ten is better. So, and as far as the grill cloth, you could order it with um black grill cloth. Sure, that's easy to do. I was just looking up what those were, but those are the the, the powered the, the power four range uh, yeah. cabs. Yeah, yeah. those the, those aren't the monitors. The um, those are the
0: cabs the cabs gotcha Mm -hmm. they're cool um also can i order an asc with black grill okay so you already answered that okay Mm -hmm. have on robin trower oh i mean well that'd be great do you know him (laughs) (laughs) that's usually my first question who knows him um i'd love who knows him out there come on hook us up i'd love to have robin trower on um
1: I'd love to have a lot of people on. I'd like to have Jimmy Page on too, but you know, the chances of that happening
0: are slim to none. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. The uh, you know that they're coming out with an um a movie. Yeah. It should be really cool. Yeah, it should be very cool. And it's and it's actually endorsed by the band. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, Drew A, thanks for the super chat. Does it not seem strange that so many of the earliest amps guitars ever made became the benchmark by which we still make gear today? How did they get it so right out of the gate?
1: It was an accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it
1: was kind of an accident, really. I mean, so it kind of all, I mean, sorta started with the RCA tube manual, and then Fender made a 410 bassman, and then... Uh, Marshall copied the 410 basement to make the first Marshalls, um, in the UK. And, you know, some of the most pivotal with these style amps. So, so the sound became ingrained in your head. Um, and so that became what we still love today. I mean, people still, I mean, uh, I mean, let's face it, I mean, I think all the greatest guitar sounds in the world were created before the year 2000, you know, (laughs) uh, they really were. And, uh, you know, probably between the periods of, uh, late sixties to, uh, even into the nineties, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and that, this stuff just becomes ingrained, you know, it's just what you want to hear. That's what your brain wants you to hear.
0: Hey, look, I mean, they've gotten, they got things right for sure back then, but I'm sure that there were turds that were made back then. Oh, of course Uh, there were. Yeah. And and then also things have evolved over the years to be better. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I, I personally, I don't like playing any guitar that has a seven and a quarter radius. I actually really do. You do? Yeah. I find it much better for rhythm playing oh yeah definitely for rhythm playing but for lead better for rhythm playing definitely i agree with that but there's some you know modifications that have happened over the years that i actually like um uh rummy dave when using the line out on my small box 50 i am confirming that a speaker or load box should be connected to the amp absolutely yes otherwise you're gonna have issues (laughs) Yeah, that would you could
1: fry your amp. You could fry your output transformer, you could fry your tubes,
0: maybe tubes first, but not good. <laughs> this line. You know we're getting old when sleep kicks your ass.
1: <laughs> right? He you get out of he get out of bed it looks like you got beat up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Oh man. Uh, DC, suggestion for a delay pedal with a built-in buffer that can always be on for an insert-style effects loop. Thanks for the super chat, by the way.
1: Okay, you got problems with the insert-style effects loop. Well, one, the first problem is it's not buffered. Um, And I understand why you're asking this. Um, um, But the second problem you have is the signal level there. Uh, if it's truly just an insert and it's, uh, depends on how they do the insert, it could be way too high of a signal level for a pedal to take. So I would have to know more information, but I mean, anything, uh, like a, like a boss delay, for instance, is buffered in and out, uh, like a DD seven or something is buffered in and out. It has a relatively high input impedance and, um, it would work, but you'd still want to have a... It would still have to sit on top of your amp and be very short cables to do that. Because okay. otherwise,
0: you're going to lose tons of signal. Gotcha. Uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane says, the Marriott mattresses are great. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I just don't like the pillows. The pillows are the ones that kill me. The mattresses are good. It's the pillows. Um, Jay Voigt, did Mark get any new gear for his birthday? I actually got an electronic drum set, not any guitar related gear. So, um, and I am really loving it. It's a great drum set. Uh, I got a Roland V drum TD7 VMX something, whatever. Um, we got that in the garage? Yeah, yeah, and I got a little speaker for it, and uh, it's great. That oh, way, wait. Oh, wait. your family, uh, oh, they hear tapping on the. <laughs> yeah, they don't hear anything. It's, you know, very uh, unless I play it loud in, in the garage. But yeah, yeah, it's so it's fun. My wife actually enjoys watching me play the drums, so so it's fun, and I got it so I can because I hate if I want to record something. Although I haven't done it since I got the drums, but if I want to record something, um you have to program drums and programming drums just sucks, especially if you're a drummer, because then you just feel like I'm wasting all this time programming this shit that I could just play mm-hmm. in three minutes. Like I could just play it instead instead of spending an hour trying to program it. So my, there you go. yeah. So my, my f- feeling is that I, I'm hoping that so I laid down a track, uh, just uh, stone table pilots plush. Just as a just a guitar track and I'm gonna plug the drums in not this weekend, but maybe during the week or something, and try to record them into the DAW and see how it comes out. Um but yeah, that was my birthday present. So thanks for asking. Appreciate it. Uh all right, I know we got a bunch more questions. It'll never end. (laughs) It never ends. Ever for me. Yet, yet i do this show so i'm a glutton for punishment i guess you love it you love it um hey guys when when will the ss100 v2 be? oh ready? god <laughs>
1: uh, i actually have some of them sitting on the shelf ready to go uh uh i i hope to have an answer for that like in the next week or so mm. so um because we have some on order so
0: we have a good amount on order, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and how does it compare to the BE50 Deluxe? Man, I mean...
1: Uh, it, 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 I mean, you could say it could be similar. I mean, a lot of them can be kind of similar. I mean, it's a 100-watt power section, so it's a little beefier there. It's, um, It's got... Uh, steve's clean channel which is a little different than the deluxe clean channel really kind of high headroomy clean very sparkly um maybe just a little more oomph you know It's it's a it's a little more oomph to it
0: i think for some for some reason maybe it's just the way steve plays and his attack or whatever or his guitars but it it sounds more growly like, yeah, well, slow. it's got
1: a little bit of a f- slightly fatter voice, but I mean, like, here's the thing: if you you took an amp switcher and you you did any of these amps and you put them next to each other and then tried to dial in the B50 like the SS, you could probably dial it in in some fashion to sound really close to it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, but you'd have to do that comparison, you know, to see. Right. Um. It, uh, I mean. I mean. Any. A lot of stuff can be done that way. You know. Like. You could say hey, uh, could you take that Soldano and make it kind of sound like the BE channel? Well, yeah, you could put them on an amp switcher and go back and forth until it sounds sort of similar. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of,
0: you know, you have controls. Right, you got the EQ section. Yeah, Gotcha. Um, drink and jams. Drinks and jams. Uh, do you know how Doug's Marshalls were modded? Doug's Marshalls
1: were modded by John Sir. Um... I think they're similar to the SE circuit that he does. Although Doug kind of pulls the gain way back um, on him I and runs him loud. I also did an amp for him that was kind of more like a lower gain because he was into it. Um, lower he, he had a plexi, and actually I tweaked it to have a master volume and some lower gain uh, stuff. Not super high gain, though. Mm.
0: That's cool. It's all in the attack with him. Yeah. I mean, but he's using a hot pickup and. Right.
1: And, um, you know, he's a great player and uh, there's some boost pedals here
0: and there. Yeah. Uh, Alistair Laskin, when is the next Dave's picks? Well, it's not. Well, like it you're... might be sooner than later because
1: <laughs> because uh, if we have to fill in some more shows in here, you know,
0: it's possible in between yeah. guests. So yeah, we haven't planned it, but we will. It's definitely on the list for us to do more. Um, Dave's picks of what? What should it be? Well, I know we were talking about
1: favorite modulation pedals. Right, favorite. Right. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's there's um favorite. Well, we did delays, so uh, favorite overdrives. Yeah, oh, overdrives that that one is too hard,
0: mm, too vast.
1: Well, I mean, like if you're gonna pick your top five, you know, <laughs> I mean, ah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I could I could pick a top five for me. It doesn't mean it's for everyone
0: right that's that, that's where you start getting into really different tastes yeah. right because overdrive yeah. pedals i guess is very very personal uh the friedman big puff pillow coming soon
1: See, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't be too puffy sorry oh okay my neck will
0: be oh god my neck's a mess so is mine i actually I have
1: never see a chiropractor
0: <laughs> i have a masseuse coming to the house that was another part of my birthday present. I got, a, I got a massage that is coming October 11th to the house. Our massage. Oh. Yeah. And I don't have to go anywhere. They're coming here. So awesome. bringing their, their table and everything. So I've I actually have been having like dreams about it. Like I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, which is yeah, sad. You should, you should just have like a, a beer
1: and then sit down and relax.
0: <laughs> right. A- Right? Yeah. I should do that, definitely. Uh Randy Roberts, what are your thoughts on a solid state rectifier in the dirty Shirley? Do
1: it. It's fine. Um it's uh, be a little bit punchier. That's 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 basically all it's gonna do. It's not it's not, it's not the it's not as drastic as you might think.
0: Hmm. Okay. Mike Goodman, by the way, Randy, thanks for the super chat. Um, uh, Mike Goodman, Dave ever seen inside a Dumble? What makes them magic?
1: Sure. I've seen inside a bunch, um, at magic. Uh, well, it's magic to who, I mean, I don't know. Um, per- personally, I don't even care for them. Um, at least not the dirty sounds uh I, although i've had heard some people use them in a nice way uh they're just not for me uh the clean sounds are always fantastic um just the, just the way he manipulated parts he he, he was uh, alexander was extremely um is extremely um fastidious about what parts he put in things and how they were done and he he does he does make a little bit of magic in there. I I, I must agree. I've heard some of the Fender mods he's done that have been amazing. Mm.
0: Um. You know, Overdrive
1: like special, it. I'm not that into the dirty sound. I mean, the clean sounds great. I've heard a couple that have been great, but it's just not for me.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I I haven't really been like thrilled with what Dumble tones I've heard, but I will tell you that the Trainwreck amps those are amazing those are amazing yeah definitely yeah. That, that amp that uh that Ken pete. Fisher that pete had was like oh I, that was amazing wasn't it really i mean it just had so much harmonic oh, i was really good yeah crazy um by the way we got a few people who say uh, they love the ask dave shows and um john DeSange says i prefer these shows to the ones with the guests to be honest that's cool
1: well, I mean what 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 we decided that we we would kind of uh put these shows in with some of the guest ones and um you know maybe we flesh or you know maybe we do less guest shows and flesh these out in between, you know. Uh it might be easier on us finding the guests. Yeah, cuz I mean it's it's hard to and booking the guest. it's hard to do that on, on a regular regular basis all the time, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, but we've got some good suggestions here on guest too. Dave Navarro, you and I talked about this. Oh, I should do that. Yep. Yep. yep I can do that too. Yeah. He needs to come on. He's a B100 Deluxe now. Right. And you said he's not really like a, a gearhead. Um, he's not really a gearhead, but he has an interesting story. So let's
1: yeah. talk to him. He's super, super great guy. Nice guy.
0: Besides, like I, I think I told you, but I don't know if I said it on the show. Is uh, besides Stone Temple Pilots and um, it was Jane's Addiction for me in the '90s, that's for sure. So I, I, I thought Dave did some really, really innovative guitar work. Um, Let's see, Sonic Blue, Dave loved the H and K Rotosphere. Any modern pedals that are close, tough to put on a board, but lots of artists love this pedal. That was. wasn't that uh, Thomas Blue who did that?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know if he was involved with that or not. Uh, I think the HK Rotosphere is probably the best Leslie pedal out there. So uh, I don't think anything comes close to that. So I, I that's my number one for that. For sure. Because it, it has some of the other ones don't do. The thing about a Leslie is when you play into a Leslie, it sounds gritty. Uh, like if you play into a real Leslie, even with an amp, it, it doesn't sound clean ever. It sounds, it sounds a little gritty all the time. And the HK does that really well.
0: Hmm. Um, what adds that grit? What's the, uh, what,
1: you know, Leslie, I, it, well, what kind of Leslie and what we're talking about, there's so many variables here, but in general, it sounds kind of gritty. So it's not like super clean. Hmm. And I think the HK simulated uh, a real Leslie
0: fantastic. So, gotcha. It does take lots of real estate, though. Yep. Uh, this is another guy I'd like to get on Trey Anastasio. Oh, yeah. I know um, Keely and Analog Man, Mike Piera uh, deal with him. Hmm. But, um, you know, they've got such a huge following. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's amazing. I mean, I, it's not for me. Like, I, my cousin is so into fish. Um, I've tried. It's just, I think I even went with him to a show. It just wasn't for me. Uh, Vipas Patil, follow up to Dave's comment on the Les Paul. Is headstock angle the issue? Does the shallower angle on the Metro D and PRS guitar, guitar solve this problem? I wouldn't. Put a, yeah, but I wouldn't even put a PRS guitar on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean,
1: ew. I know lots of people that do travel with Les Pauls and things and stuff too, but occasionally you just see them. Look what just happened. <laughs> and the headstock's hanging by the strings. Uh, but I must say, if that does happen, a lot of times the guitar um, sounds better than it did before. I don't know why that is, but every Les Paul that I've ever played with a broken headstock seems to be better than it was.
0: It's so weird. Yeah. I'm not sure why. That's bizarre. Um, why are Marshall amps so unreliable? Are they? I mean, maybe vintage ones. Uh, I don't... Why? Uh,
1: I don't necessarily believe there are any more... I don't know which Marshall amps you're referring to. There's a, you know... I don't think they're necessarily any more
0: unreliable than anything. Okay. How do you power the Synergy rack unit on and off? Is leaving it on and using the rack power okay? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Won't hurt anything. Super Chicks, thanks for the super chat uh hey dave and mark have a great weekend and happy belated mark oh thanks man i appreciate it a lot um some people are asking how how loud are drums i mean i think drums can get up there in like 100 db how loud i don't know i've never used a db meter (laughs) i don't know i mean it's It's quite loud it's loud it's definitely loud Um, Dave, I was Frampton's live tech in 2003, 2004. He had an old Jose Plexi with an effects loop mod and some other mods. Did you ever work on it? I never worked on it, but I do remember that amp.
1: Uh, cause a long time ago when I was a kid, um, he was a client of Andy Brower studio rentals where I worked. So I remember moving that rack he had at the time. Um, and his Jose was part of it. Um, I've never worked on it. I I think it was a typical uh th- uh, uh three the the um three way mod, which is not the super
0: high game one. Mm. Mike, get Frampton on for us. Oh, I can probably do that too. I I know uh Rick Beato had him on. Um yeah. but it was different. they I mean, we would talk to him about different stuff. That'd be great to have him on. Legend. Um, Simpwood, thanks for the super chat. Hey, I've been going down the speaker rabbit hole lately. What are the best G12 Greenback reproduction speakers? I don't really like the Celestians. Hmm. Well, um, WGS makes good stuff.
1: No? No. I mean, personally, I like the standard Greenback. The, just the standard one. It's made in the UK again. Just the standard Greenback, broken in. Um, but if you don't like that, a Scumback probably. Scumback makes uh, various variations of that, and they're really good speakers, and they sound good.
0: I'll add my own two cents in that um, I've got the reproduction Greenback from uh, in the third power amp. Uh power mm-hmm. power. I mean excuse me a cab that I have. Um and I thought it sounds really good. Now I didn't yeah. compare it to a greenback. I just think it sounds good, but I don't know how close it is to an actual greenback though. Yeah. Um well Rick Beato got Brian May, so anything is possible. Hey Um <laughs> <I mean,
1: laughs>
0: you know, Rick's got a great channel. So uh and I know a lot of people admire his uh his musicianship, so um,
1: oh, I saw his little show with Phil X the other day, where Phil came and visited him, and and and, and where Phil was like doing his crazy licks and stuff, and that was oh, yeah, an awesome, yeah.
0: awesome video to watch. I'm like, holy crap! I watched part of it. Yeah, um, where he was doing some of that Greek, yeah music. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm just scrolled past people's questions here. Let me get back to it. We have a super chat here too. Yeah, I've got i I've got him. Uh, one second. Give me a second. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss the last one. Servando Flores, thanks for the super chat. Dave, what are some of your favorite guitars? Thoughts on some classic designs? Oh,
1: wow. Uh, I mean, you know, um I would be right I'm back. definitely more of a Strat and telly kind of guy. Um, so um that's just sort of what I grew up on. Well, I kind of grew up on super strat kind of things, but a classic vintage strat, a vintage telly, or hot rotted, you know, versions of those things. Uh I'm not much of a Les Paul guy, although I do have a Bernie Les Paul that I do really like. It's a black one that's that's super cool. Um and uh as far as that, also juniors, double cut juniors. I'm really into super love p90 double cut juniors that's an awesome guitar um you know an occasional other thing too you know cool explorer or cool you know fees are such a pain in the ass because you can't hold them in your lap very well um you know stuff like that
0: the classics cool i'll go back and listen to that i miss most of it um all right. Dave, any opinion on old school solid state power amp for a small rock rack? Moss valve, ADA, Rocktron is one better than the other. I've got the moss valve and it's great. I think the moss valve works really well. I would pick that, I think. Or
1: if you can find it, one of those old one space Lee Jackson power amps. They're going for a lot more money
0: now. Those were those were really cool. Yeah, I saw one for like over a thousand dollars. Wow. I have two. Hmm. Really? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I have to uh, get, I have one has to, there's a little repair has to be done on one. Well, before you sell one, let me know. Cause I need to replace the power amp on my wet, dry, wet setup. I've got that. Oh, that's good for that. Okay. We'll keep me posted. Yeah.
1: I, why can we just get it repaired and then. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, let me know. Um, cause I want to replace it. Uh, Yeah, but I would recommend... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I went back. Okay. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Tinkertrain. I thought I missed your question. All right. Yes, we got that question. You're right. So the Moss Valve. Yep. That one. All right. Sorry. Brain fart there. Francisco Guardian. Wow. That's a huge super chat. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going shopping. I have um,
1: no idea what currency that is. <laughs> neither do I. No.
0: But it looks big.
1: Thank it you. looks big. It looks great on the screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's just leave it. Uh,
1: um, let's just pretend it's dollars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which cap or resistor from a vintage Plexi is not longer available as a modern replacement, such as Zoso caps? Piers? Well, I mean, all the resistors technically are
1: not available anymore that were used in a vintage Plexi all the caps were basically not available anymore that using a vintage plexi um but are there like modern replacements that are available yeah or? modern replacements are fine um yeah you have the synergy mustard caps which which would be the closest uh to the originals but uh, is there? we use those in our amps um that I, I mean some of the other stuff doesn't some of this stuff doesn't matter Hmm
0: i mean there there are modern replacements that sound good but are there any that don't exist for something that existed back then that don't exist i mean
1: um like i said everything doesn't exist technically
0: right but uh, a, a modern replacement for it though uh no there's nothing that can't be replaced, replaced. No. gotcha no. gotcha Okay. Life of a bluesman. Hi Dave. What works and sounds better when it comes to bright caps? Mixer bypass bright caps and tone stack caps and a Marshall style amps, silver mica caps or class one ceramic caps? Well, good question. Um I actually
1: used to prefer silver mica. Uh although the only silver micas I would consider using these days would be the the CDE ones, uh, that are a little more expensive. But, uh, there is a certain ceramic cap that I really like that I use in most stuff these days. Uh, the problem with silver micas is sometimes they fail, so they're not the, the most reliable thing in the world, especially the cheaper ones. Um, so there is a, a ceramic. Um, you got you to play with the ceramics. They, they, some of them sound better than others. And if you wanted to know more specifics of which one specifically I use, you could email me. Okay. It's a vichy
0: part. I can tell you that much. All right. Uh, we have an interest in what kind of massage I'm getting. Um, just a regular massage. Mostly around this area, not <laughs> not around this area, but around. You mean it doesn't come with a special birthday? Right. right. That's that's what people were saying. There, saying. I, uh, BV said, "Not sure you can say that on YouTube." Mark, someone said, "A massage." <laughs> uh, that's too funny. No, no happy endings. Um, my wife will be here. <laughs> uh, let's see. William Monteverde, thanks again for the super chat. Has the design of the Metro D remedied some of the inherent design flaws of the typical Les Paul style guitars, the headstock angle, string angle, leaving the nut to the tuner? Yeah. For the most
1: part, a straighter string, uh, a a straighter string pull, uh, not as angled.
0: Uh, Yes. I would say the answer is yes. All right. Can you guys make a lefty Metro D? Maybe, gotta get that going. I'd love to have one. Um, oh, John John Frishanti. I'd love to have him on. I don't think he does. Any oh, that interview. would be really interesting. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to have that too. Hmm. He rarely does anything. Yeah. So, um, but he's great player. There's that that band. He's got a thing. Yeah. It, it,
1: it, 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 he's got this special thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And he can um, write with them. Yeah. It was very evident in the last guy that they got that they um, were a very different band. Yeah, absolutely. Without him. Uh, okay. Scoop Chunk 93. Thanks for the super chat. Dave, what's your preferred B plus voltage? on a 100 watt super lead. Does it differ to the 100 watt models you build? Great show as always. Thanks. Hey, thank you.
1: Uh, generally it's around 480. That's the, the common most common one. Some of the early 12 series plexis were a little less more like 460, 470. Um, any, anything in that vicinity will work.
0: okay yeah uh i just had it what's your opinion of rev amps they're good good amps nice people yeah i know sean tubbs is uh i think he works for them or works with them Mm -hmm. um good people uh mg oh that was your question mg about rev amps i think so thank you uh, Alex B, Dave, how neutral would a VHT 2150 be to reamp a loaded down EL34 head?
1: Uh, it'd be fine. Yeah, I used to do that years ago. Sure, sure. It's uh, lots of headroom, a lot of punch. It's fine. It depends on how you're loading the head down, too,
0: in what fashion, with what load. Okay. Uh, Corey Johnson, thanks for the super chat. Was the Sin fifty fifty purposefully designed to have a different voice than the fryette unit, or was it price point issue?
1: No, it wasn't a price point issue. It was a uh, uh, it was a different different voice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I we I tried to make that a little more. Um, well, that's a good question. I haven't compared them back to back since since Fryat actually came out with his per se. You know, so. At the, at the time he was developing
0: it, at the same time as the Sin Fifty Fifty. So, hmm. yeah, I'm curious what the differences are. I know it has some different features. His his model.
1: Yeah, well, it doesn't have variable depth and presence. It's got switches for those. Hmm. Um, so, and we have variable. I mean, we just wanted optionals. I don't know. <laughs> Gotcha. Good question. I should compare
0: yeah, when I, I get around a- to it. So twenty five hundred CRC is three dollars and ninety nine cents. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks. Every little bit counts. Thank you. It looks more impressive as twenty five hundred c- CC Yes. Uh, oh, it's from Costa Rica. Oh, that's cool. Ah, cool. All right. Where am I at here? I know I'm past some. Okay, here we go. Get Steve Kimmock on Big Gearhead. I don't know him. You know who he is? No. I know the name. Steve Kimmock. I don't know what band he's from. Doesn't say. Okay. I'm not not coming up with it. But I put him on the list. We'll see. You've heard of him though, Dave I've heard the name. He co-founded the jazz rock band Zero in the 80s. Okay. Never yeah, I've never heard of him. No. Okay. Mick Mars. Yes, of course. That would be great. I'd love to have him on. But he doesn't do anything either. Uh, to bo- both of you guys, what are your favorite day-drinking beverages? Thanks for all the great shows. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I don't know. A beer, some champagne. Uh, I don't
0: know. It's a beer for me. It's a beer for me. Definitely. Um, Probably just... I don't know. I seem to gravitate towards Heineken's. Um, those give me headaches. I can't do those. Really? Yeah. Huh. No, I'm fine with them. Um, you know, I had, when we went out to dinner last week for my birthday, I got a, um, uh, what's that? A Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was not good. They had like some special Manhattan. I thought, oh, this is going to be great. It was, I was like, oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) too strong for you?
0: Yeah, way too, but I was, it was not for me. (laughs) Mm. And then I started sipping on my wife's Cosmo. (laughs) That's that's more like it for me. Uh, Okay. What pedal would you say is the closest to a brown sound? I have a sure riot. But since I bought the Boss Katana, I'm b- blown by its brown preset. The Katana sounds good. Um, I've never heard the Sir Riot. I mean, as far I mean, our small box pedals,
1: it would be awesome, you know, into a clean into a clean channel that that does
0: that does it well. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, another pedal that I like that did it pretty good was um the Bogner Ecstasy. No, excuse me, not the ecstasy. The Bogner Lagrange pedal, mm. uh, and it had a variac mode on it. Yeah, it sounded good. It was pretty good pedal. I didn't. I. I, I haven't tried the ecstasy or anything, but the Lagrange pedal was good. Uh, that's what we also need to get on. I mean, we we got to get Bogner on. We just have okay. to do it. We have to do it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Loco and Chooch. I don't know if you had a question. I'm going to look here. Oh, here we go. Dave, why didn't you buy Mezzo Boogie and corner the market? <laughs> <laughs> I ne- never knew it was for sale. <laughs> it's an interesting move by Gibson yeah we'll see how it pans out oh you know what struck me is when i was watching the phil x video and he was trying out a bunch of different guitars for gibson and he was playing through a mezzo boogie oh yeah yeah and i was like i wonder how he felt about that (laughs) yeah right yeah i don't know so um oh and i am am i saying it the right way i said did i say it wrong Mesa. I said Mesa Boogie? Mesa Boogie. Okay, I said it right, because I know someone's going to write me. You well, do uh, you, you sort of said it right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I passed uh some questions now. Um, so, speaking of this, another drinking contest with Jakey Lee. That would be fun. I saw Jakey Lee uh, recently,
1: so... Um... We we were talking about doing another tone talk, so we'll we'll see how that pans out with a potential special. Guest. I, I don't know if it'll be I don't know if it'll be a drinking contest, but it might be a little more sane this time. <laughs> um, there will be drinks, but <laughs> maybe not to the same extent.
0: No, no, i I think we uh, I think we need to calm that down <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think my. Uh, I don't. I, I. I. No, I don't need to take any more years off my life. No, that was rough. I'm sure. Um, I don't like the low end response of Moss Valve Power Amp. Huh?
1: What do you mean? There's not enough. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I could see you thinking that maybe.
0: Yeah, I can. I was going to say. Yeah, I don't think it has too much. If anything, it might not have an, enough yeah yeah um <laughs> the real question mark will it move during the massage <laughs> <laughs> no comment uh no comment um by the way tonight i'm going to see guns and roses and wolfgang van halen i'm Great. excited about yeah i'm excited about that um I'm actually more excited to see wolfgang to be honest with you (laughs) well yeah um but i mean i'm I'm excited i'm I'm looking forward to seeing richard fortis and slash and everything but based on some of the videos that i've seen of axel it's been kind of rough kind of like oh you heard that uh david lee roth retired right yeah did you listen to his message no (laughs) i love how you answered that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no not a chance I did not listen to the message <laughs> i'm glad that he i mean the only thing that uh that gave me pause for concern was that it sounded like he might be sick i don't think he's sick no no okay yeah just he was like my doctors urged me not to do, go on stage anymore and um so i don't know i hope he's well um You know, David was a badass. There's no doubt about it. I love David Lee Roth, but it's been rough to see him sing the past few years. Yeah, for sure. So I'm glad that he's uh, the only thing that sucks about it, quite honestly, is that he's retiring after fucking Gene Simmons called him out. Yeah. Well, he's doing those shows, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing uh, like the last remaining five or six shows. I think he's in in Vegas Mm -hmm. with Al Estrada. Yeah gary hoey i know gary yeah gary's cool i want i did a show with gary on the other show that i used to be on um he was a nice guy he actually sent me a picture signed and some pics and stuff nice guy we should have him on really Mm -hmm. nice guy i think he plays for uh is he an ernie ball artist maybe i think so i think that's when i saw him Um, all right, let's see if there's any other questions. Uh, do you see any other questions, Dave?
1: Uh, old metal dude said, Dave, have you, I love your UA plugin, the Bucks and Betty and, uh, any other plugins of your amps coming through the UA platform? Well, we have three now, so, um, we'll see, we'll see how that pans out. There's probably going to be some more uh, uh,
0: plug-in stuff in the future. Cool. Uh, Carl Brady, love the show, guys. I blame you for all the gear I had to buy, though. (laughs) Blame away. (laughs) Trust me. Look look at all this. This wasn't here. This wasn't like this four years ago, that's for sure. Right. Um, But I've enjoyed every minute of it. So um you know I think Jim Sewell, I think they're talking about the amp builder for PRS. Okay. Speaking of his name,
1: because also there's Jim Seval, who's the 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 scumbag
0: speakers. Oh, maybe that's who they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. How about well, getting the we bad, can do him too? We can get uh Avion. Oh boy. He doesn't know gear. He doesn't know <laughs> gear. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, Reinhold is pretty uh, extra, as the kids say. Brilliant, though. <laughs> I, I think it would be fun. That would have to be a drinking show, though. That dog
1: well. Oh, that's what they're talking about. That's the PRS guy's name. Oh,
0: dog, not Jim. Okay. Uh, opinion on Morgan amps. I've got one right here. Cool amps. Nice guy. We love Joe. Yep. Yep. Uh, I got, I bought the Abby from Joe, which is basically a Vox top boost and it sounds great. Um, let's see. Oh, someone else wrote for the, yeah. EVH fifty one fifty overdrive pedal. If you want the Brown sound is good too, but that's, that can go pretty Far further though. It's the modern EV. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, oh okay. Kim is a long collaborator with Bob Weir and The Grateful Dead. He is possibly the best guitarist in that whole jam scene. Incredible musician. Oh. Huh. It's amazing how many great musicians are out there. Um <laughs> well, I don't think we have any more super chats. No, nope. and, and, and it's about time for me to go to work. I'm going to say it looks like work time. Mm-hmm. Um, any more Friedman lefties coming to Canada? Oh, Peter we got Urban. one more Super Chat. Oh, there we go. Another lefty. Um, Peter wants to know any lefties coming to Canada? Uh, maybe. Okay, I don't know. Dave, is Cone Cry desirable from a speaker, and can you point me to a song where I can hear it? Thanks. Interesting question. Uh, I can't point you to a
1: song. Uh, is it desirable? Well, it's just in, it just happens. So, uh, every speaker has Cone Cry to some extent. So, uh, I, I personally, I like
0: it. Is it when you're overworking the speaker?
1: when you're pushing the speaker really hard there's a there's a like little octavey kind of sounding thing that can happen
0: hmm.
1: it's sort of like the same thing that can happen with an amp and filter caps and things There's it, it, also uh cry you can get from that but uh, uh don't worry about it it's not it doesn't really it
0: it, it doesn't matter <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's interesting it's, when it's you, not when a
0: consideration the cool thing is like on the uh, the ox you can you can add that Cone Cry yeah. thing in there, which is kind of cool. Um, so, all right, one more Super Chat I think we got. Uh, Adhan uh, Silvamain, thanks for the Super Chat. Hey Dave, loving the modded pink Jun- uh, JJ Jr. you helped make possible. I re- recently picked up a fry at PS100 and was wondering if it's safe to crank the master on the JJ Jr. plexi.
1: Well, I mean, you're probably pushing it too far. You don't really have to crank it that hard, to be honest. I, I, I mean, if you like the tone of it, sure, it's it's safe. Um, but you're running the amp really hard that way. Um, and it, it, there's so much gain in that channel anyway, it's kind of, mm, yeah, I don't know if you need to add the power amp distortion from it, really. But if you like the sound or can figure it out, do it.
0: Okay. Uh, do Friedman amps have effects loop? Yes. Yes. Uh, Cone cry. It depends. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. It depends. It depends. All right. We'll get this last question out of the way, Dave. Any suggestions to improve a hot rod Deville four by twin drive channel? Nope. <laughs> Use the clean channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um Jim Sieval from Scumbag. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'll put him on the list. All right, cool. Well, um I think we're going to take next week off and we'll be back the following week with probably a, just a Dave myself show, but we are working on getting some guests um and we'll have them soon lined up and check out our Facebook page and Twitter. Um, just look up Tone Talk and you'll, you'll find it there and where we post, uh, where our guests are going to, you know, what dates they're coming on and stuff like that. All right. Anything else, Dave, you want to push? No, that's it. All right. Cool guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks everybody for watching. Thanks, Make sure you subscribe, please hit subscribe. We're going to hit 20,000 soon. Have a great weekend. All right. Hang on. Dave.